1: unlawful stupid william is here beatrice is here and mr dean is here and he talks about the case file with you so the jury, unfortunately, is going to be stacked against you, Beatrice. It's, Of course, it's all Sun Elves who have only heard bad things about you. Of course, I will be doing my best to sway them the opposite way, but I think we're going to be able to have a strong case here. It wasn't you. Someone has gotten the word out that somehow your room was left open, and so perhaps they think it could have been you who was out and about. I don't know.
0: Whoever is pretending to be Mrs. B, clearly is awful. You wake up the next morning.
1: The town is, has lined the streets. The people here are angry. You walk into this dome-shaped building once again. You take the familiar spot at the table to the left. And uh, about the time you look over, you can't quite see who the, the person is that is like on the, the plaintiff's team. The guy who has accused, this Beatrice, uh, of causing these terrible, heinous acts. The judges walk out. And you hear the bailiff, um, who's kind of out next to him, say, All rise for the Honorable Judge Jern. Aliff says the honorable judge adjourned judge fudge Uh, and as we mentioned at the close of last episode Beatrice you it hits you all of a sudden you realize that this judge this Sun Elf is the same Sun Elf that um, you remember the reason why you kind of joined the KNG in the Mm -hmm. first place is he told you that he was going to just his people were going to come and destroy your village because they
2: wanted the land.
1: Not Haven Bay, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Haven
2: Angels Bay. Angel's
1: Cove. They're, and, Haven, and Haven Bay. No, no one survives. destroy everything. <laughs> everything. Uh,
3: they they were gonna want to run.
1: They're going to wreck your shop, and they're going to take your home. And so the k told you... Everywhere you've ever you, visited
3: and had a, t- a nice time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're dead. Uh, and that's when the k told you that they would handle it if you were to join. That's what you
3: know. And, um... That's what we opened with. They handled it by appointing him to a judgeship, so that he would not have any ambitions for real estate any further. <laughs>
2: Apparently, it's bullshit.
1: And um, he says, "I need a different voice. I keep falling kind of the same voices here." What is he got? What do you think? What do you think Jern sounds like now?
3: Give me some. Give me some. I think he's not the right judge. I oh. To get, oh, it's, oh, oh, like, it's Chauncey. <coughs> Ready?
1: I'm just I'm just a. Slick oh good down. Good morning everyone yeah. I,
0: Oh I, that's I was, the judge fudge I was looking for I'm my I'm so
1: life. thankful for you all
0: To be here
1: today uh, Please take a seat Any just, uh
3: Does it Does it pair well with the With the overt Of racism
1: Yeah Now everybody t- Everybody take out your I don't know Now what we have here <laughs> Everybody is a case. take out your lynching ropes Of um, oh gosh, Uh, a a case of the sun elf city versus, and he looks over uh, Miss Beatrice, and he's like asking, like Beatrice Haven, roll a history check, this boy.
2: For one thing, Miss B has never said her full name here, I believe.
3: There's statues of you, man. Like, what are in, you talking in, about?
2: In Angels Cove, not here in the Sun Elf City.
1: There, Mr. Jean says, uh, "I may have given him your name. I don't know. You Z? had to put it on the paperwork. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it was on the paperwork. Sorry, right, it's in the packet. We get it." A-
2: you know, names have power, right? Why would you I just do put,
3: that? I put, I, put, I put your address as my address because I just didn't know. I just thought I mean, there's too many weird things think we lived together. That would be crazy. I <laughs> think, uh, anyways, well,
1: I can change it. We can change it after. Now, uh, as is common practice here, the uh, defendant gets an opportunity to uh, make a plea. Uh, Miss Beatrice Haven, uh, how do you plea?
2: Not guilty.
1: And everyone, like, kind of, wow, and they're kind of getting a little bit loud, a little rowdy with it. And now I will have order in my courts. And he hits three times the gavel Order! If you can't handle yourselves, you hooligans, and I'll make sure you're never set foot in here again. Mm. Now, Mrs. Beatrice Haven, here's how this works. The plaintiffs, any kind of motions to them, will make their case. They may call up a few people to stand a defense, and then you'll have the same opportunity. Uh, following that, we'll have uh, we'll have people here make a verdict and pass that up to us, and that ultimately comes to me. I'll make the final verdict, and then there'll be closing arguments and sentences, if it comes to that. Are there any questions?
2: not at all when you're good.
1: without further ado and so then coming through the back door uh, other like the the door that is in the back of this this room
3: (laughs) is this this, this the prosecutor yes can i make a request
1: yeah let's do it
3: uh for this voice can he be like a fast talking new yorker from like the 1950s? Can
1: you be like, all right, now listen here, Josh. (laughs) Hey, let's just got the first accent. I want to get a bit of us. Yeah, we'll do that. I'll try to do it and make it as enjoyable and slightly annoying as possible. Uh, So there is a, a taller sun elf and you see someone behind him. You can't quite see who this figure is, but you know that this is the the prosecuting part, the one who's like made the accusations (laughs)
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and you see him. And and I don't know how you feel about it. I kinda wanna know just this will be like an internal to you as characters. It's Dr. Ryan. And what? They saunter on up and over he was to the, the guy table. In the lab coat. And uh, he's like, Hey Judge, I'm here the prosecutor's ready to take this court case and we'll we shouldn't take very long here, we'll be done. Now I'll tell you, son, when things are gonna happen. Now here, Miss Beatrice Haven has uh, pled not guilty, which means you can now uh, send your people up here to, to give any kind of testimony and provide evidence. I won't run you all through the rigmarole, and so what we'll do is they kind of bring up um, those same witnesses that you all got to talk to yesterday, right? And so he goes through uh, first, uh, Mr. Howard.
3: Yes. I, just a quick admin note. As soon as Doctor Ryan shows up, I think that Fume is go- and and Breeze are both gonna like get up and like move so that they're sitting behind him. And actually, Breeze is gonna go off and he's gonna fiddle with one of the lights and he's gonna try to make like a little shadow next to Ryan so that if need be, the boy can bippity bop over to him. Okay.
2: I. I'm confused because Doctor Rhine, he what was he is not a sun elf, was he? No. How is this man allowed in this town if it's just a sun elf town and they're even more racist?
3: Well, I think he's he not was, any kind of I elf. Think... That's the grossest thing you can
1: yeah. do. <laughs> Ew. Ew, David. <laughs> uh, and so the prosecutor he questions mr howard and he gets out of him sort of the same things that uh this lady who he you know points to you who was it that you saw he points to miss beatrice came in and describes all the, you know the things she bought and so then now uh, the judge says and the defense and so like again i don't know if you want to point out uh the points that we had discussed in terms of the magic or whatnot or if you expect him to uh recant then you would you like to question would you like Mr. Dean to question?
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'd probably going to and lean over to William and be like, could you help with this one? <laughs> I wasn't sure how to talk to this man here.
0: Oh, sure. Mr. Dean, do you want me to go up there, or? Yeah, or? I think you have the prowess. I mean,
1: you've, you've seen this a thousand times, yeah. Oh, I'm a fucking attorney now? Great. I will back you up if you need anything I got you but
0: I think we're gonna be okay here <sighs> cracks and knuckles boy, did oh, we- not re- boy was my has my life been just like preparation for this um all right well William stands up he like adjusts his uh you know his suit and his may he made sure his cape was ready so he kind of is it billows? Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> fuck yeah, it is. That's the whole reason I have it. And I approach. <laughs> and, it's the
3: whole reason I have it.
0: And I say, um. It's
3: the whole porn.
0: And it's Dr. Ryan on the stand, correct? No, no, this is uh, no. Mr. Howard, the apothecary owner. Oh, okay, I misunderstood. I approach less aggressively, but still confidently. Mr. Howard, is it, is it true that. You've never met Miss B before, prior to your accusations, the last few days.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, that's true. Is it true that you sound really grumpy? I don't know if I would say that, but perhaps people do perceive me to be grumpier than most. Perfect. I just wanted to make sure you were being honest with yourself and and with the court at large. So... When we spoke yesterday, we talked of magic and, and the person you saw mm. wasn't exactly the person you saw. When you met Mrs. B yesterday, for the first time, did you feel that that person matched the description or the general demeanor of this imposter the day before?
1: Well, no.
0: All right, that makes sense. The jury and is, is uh, like mouthing to each other. And is there anything that would give you reason or cause to think that uh, our lovely Mrs. B here actually came to purchase these poisonous materials from you, um, and it wasn't some imposter?
1: Objection, Your Honor. He's
0: leading the the, the witness. Oh, that's oh, fair uh, I'll, I'll withdraw I'll withdraw I'll, I'll withdraw that's fair okay let, let me let me let me rephrase my question your Honor how often do you sell these poisonous supplies? And he begins, like, kind of sweating. <laughs>
3: sweating, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Now it's all. Oh me. Well, I,
1: don't, I don't exactly Just sell they they together when you when you create when when someone can take them together and, and make them then they become then they become poisonous. It's not that I sure me, Mister Howard, sell them as poisons. Uh, of
0: course, no, I. I... Of course. I, I wasn't uh, intending to insinuate that you're the cause of the problem here. I just... The frequency of those in- ingredients that are uh, sold in your store, would you say you sell those types of ingredients daily, weekly, monthly?
1: I... Well, yeah, I sell them probably daily, except the...
0: the hay barrel was a weird, weird nope. request. Perfect. You've answered my question. You sell these very ingredients every day to multiple people all the time but then you see someone who looks like Mrs. B and obviously my uh, detec- rod of detect magic which I can put into evidence I guess but you guys can detect magic that's determined there was magic license, and your shop doesn't allow magic is that true? Well, only to concoct the things we
1: make and that's correct. myself and my team
0: correct so the residue of magic was the magic used to cause impersonations Devin, i am staring down mr ryan or i'm not staring him down but like getting a look at him he giving anything away can talking, i check to up, see up. if he's he's not liking the fact that we're calling him out for using magic so
1: what you're, you're saying that you're asking Mr. Howard, but you're staring at, obviously, uh, Dr. Ryan.
0: So I ask the question, and then I look around the courtroom, but mm. I'm the whole point is to look at Dr. Ryan.
1: Are you trying to stare at him or just catch a glance to see what just,
0: he's... I just want to see his face is as I'm saying that somebody um, is impersonating Mrs. B with magic.
1: Roll a uh, perception for me.
0: Uh, yes, I would love to do that for you, just for you, Devon. All right, okay, let's No one perception. else. No one else gets this roll. Don't tell him what it is. Nobody else gets this roll.
3: I'm gonna see d beyond. Dang it!
0: It's <gasps> natural twenty, baby. Woo! So that's uh, twenty-one.
1: You just barely. Eye twitches a little bit. The corner of his right eye. Perfect. Doesn't really no, no, shoulders don't move,
0: head doesn't move, <laughs> eye twitches. William shouts firefly. Now we get it. Um It's on. <laughs> Perfect. So it's it's fair to say that you sell these items every day, then. And you've you've only met her once for real. aye I... Yes, yeah. Perfect. Uh, well, uh, if that's uh, if that's all, then I, I suppose we'll we'll leave it at that. Oh, a real quick question, I did want to just confirm. When was it that you said Mrs. this this impostor uh, showed up at your store? I'd say it
1: was about eight um, thirty, nine o'clock in the morning.
0: Perfect. And it was about an hour that this uh, this supposed alleged Mrs. B stayed. Aye. Perfect. And did, did this, uh, this Mrs. B happen to pay you in coin? Ah, uh, She did. You know, it's a curious thing about coin. And, and you're a man of science. Did you know? Uh, well, yeah, well, I guess. Because that I like every, the well, uh, alchemy is science. Did you know that every person's fingerprint is unique? Kind of looks at his own.
1: Back up, to you like almost waiting for the question.
0: That was the question. Did you know every person's fingerprint is unique?
1: Oh no, I didn't. I, I yes, I mean. So I,
3: we could. Yes,
0: I've always wondered. As I we stare could at definitely. My
3: thumbs, <laughs> man has always wondered. We could definitely <laughs> take
0: the coin that was paid to you and just compare it to a few samples. Perhaps find out who was really there. I. I doubt that I can
1: pull the coins That's exchange in and out day to day. I don't know. There's no way I could find that out.
2: Might I add something to oh, your questions?
0: Yeah, yeah, just yeah. I walk over to you. You motion. Or, do you, or do you want to ask them? Mind link, bro. Ask, okay.
2: Ask him. Oh. What oh, did okay. I buy? So
0: you give me like a nod or something, and I I put my finger to my temple and I. just bro, 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 bro. What's up?
2: Ask him what did I buy? Um, the whole list of things I've bought. I'm
0: allergic to hay. What? That's a weird allergy. I know put it out of time. Put it out of time. Hold on. Boop. You get some nice jazz music. Um, but it's like low, you know? So you like, still so hear everything It's going on. It's not like those when you get on those ones, you're like, oh my god, let me take my headphones off. Uh, how would I, I i apologize i did have one more question could you just give me a list of everything that sh- uh this person allegedly purchased
1: yeah and uh because i'm not a smart uh D man he gives you a list of like different things that make, <laughs> make sure. a poison it gives you hay and he gives
0: you an empty uh, note he says a, a fresh <laughs> notebook excellent and and there was a big bale of hay that this person carried out then well, it was like if you take a hay bale and chop it into falls into sections, you
1: got a section of it. no, bushels are big I mean just like a section of hay. If you put it in quarters, you took a
0: quarter of that. Excellent. Uh perfect. That's all for now. And then I, I go sit down and I say, Hey Dean, I need you to I need you to bring me some hay and And then I hang up my light call. Oh, okay. Um uh,
1: Your Honor, if if we could have a, uh, I request a ten minute but, recess, please. I don't
0: know how to, huh?
1: He says, "Nope." Okay. Oh wait, wait. Not granted.
0: Hey Pium, I need you to go get a thing of hay and sneak it in here. Just put it behind our desk.
3: You got it, boss. Thanks. Uh, so
1: that witness comes stage. Hey off the
3: Breeze, I'm in murder mode.
1: <laughs> go get some hay. <laughs> and reason. All right, all right, all right. And the second witness comes up to the stand. Um we don't have to roll through all these again if you don't want to, but that was very impressive, Dwayne. Um I feel like this one would be the easiest if you guys wanted to argue for it uh for the language. Um actually, I have a thing I want to do. So let's do this. She gets up the stand and the guy you know asks all of his questions. It seemed very incriminating. She overheard this, the words she mentioned. Uh the jury begins to talk. Order, order! That the judge calls for, because people are like they're hearing this, and just hearing it is swaying them. Defense turn, and um, who is translating? Uh, there's so there's actually so yeah, there'll be someone there who, who okay. can
0: translate. Cool, cool. just making and, sure um, that that exists, and we're not being swindled. The the
1: judge says, oh. I would like to see the plaintiff's representation and the defense's representation up here in my chambers for just a moment. And so that'll be, you can make the, that'll be William, Dean, and then the uh, the fast talking guy for the uh, plaintiff.
3: When the fast talking man leaves, <laughs> is Dr. Ryan alone? No, he is. There's another
1: guy <laughs> to his right with him. And there's still all What's these people that are like? sitting there.
0: We're going into his chambers. Hot. Damn.
1: One thing we love at Lawful Stupid, among the other things we love at Lawful Stupid, is spreading the word about your business. Or maybe you want to tell your sweet, sweet grandma that you love her for the world to hear. We want to give you that chance. If you're a business and want to get your services on the air, or just want to tell a loved one a personal message, head on over to lawfulstupid.org for slash message in a bottle. There you can take around 250 words to say what you want. Business ads are $20. Personal ads are 10 Tell the world what you have to hear with Lawful Stupid's Message in a Bottle. So there's a door that appears uh, underneath, like his the outcropping he's on, and you uh, you walk into that up the stairs, and
0: he says, "Now I, I dial my phone to Mrs. B." Okay. Just hey, just hold on. You'll be able to hear things when I say them out loud. Just you just can't hear the other side. Um, and the
1: judge says, "Now there has been a uh, very strange request by." Mr. Dean.
0: Um, A strange
1: request by Mr. Dean. Hmm. To perform some um, unorthodox, but he says relevant uh, ways to prove the next portion of, of the defense's case. Now, uh, I've never seen this done, but apparently, this he, he's sure that this is how they're going to determine that uh, and I don't want to give it away so that the prosecution can't can't take this away from the defense um, but I've allowed it I've allowed this thing to happen um, and he says to the prosecution you you may exit so I can explain this to mister um, and he points to William um Raven uh, Mr. Raven and so the prosecution kind of gives a side eye and he leaves <clears throat> And he says, uh, Mr. Raven, uh, it has come to my attention that Mr. Dean here would like to take an orthodox approach to this next point of proving that Miss Beatrice Haven does not know how to speak Sylvan. Because as you know, simply asking somebody if they know a language and them saying no does not, in fact, prove that they do not know that language. And Dean says, all right, man, so I've got a friend who who can really can like do trances. Um, she's in town. Um, she she is known to kind of like, um, like a positive psychology enter the mind, kind of flip how uh, people perceive things, whether that's pain or pleasure, um, kind of like a hypnotherapy type thing. And so, I would like to put Miss B in a situation where she thinks that perhaps you're in danger, and that this woman is shouting things in Sylvan. And, and so the only way that Miss B would know to save you is to listen to what the woman is saying. Um, but obviously, Miss B's not going to know, right? And she knows that you're a friend. I guess the point we need to establish is your friendship and your connection for the for the
0: for the jury to buy it. Oh, sure. He cancels the <laughs> mind call. Oh, yeah. We're really close. Okay. Um,
1: I don't know how you do that, but I'm going to let you set that up again. And then the only people who are going to be able to see kind of this vision, um, the jury kind of knows what's coming up. Yeah, so um, you just have question.
0: Gotta, is this like a magical thing that they're doing, or is this like a psychological illusory. Thing? Yeah, it's illusory. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Okay, way. good, illusory. because you, we, I'm sure the son of... Be elves know that all elves can't magically be charmed or tranced, right? We all remember this. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, good, good. Just just so we know, this is a psychological trick of the mind. Yes. Not magical. Yes. Hear that, <laughs> listeners? Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm ready.
1: Uh. Okay. And so he says, "Oh, is everybody, everybody understands?" Yes, sir. And so you go back down And uh, he says Alright William uh, Take the lead Is this trans person out here already? She is kind of She's kind of sitting over to the side
0: And I guess she's she's waiting I, for I you give the mind, I give the mind call And I say hey Mrs. B uh, These fucking people are weird So here's what they're gonna do these son of people are going to give this hippy dippy, uh, uh, newfangled psychology approach to this. You can call her what she is. She's a she's a mind freak. Yeah, she's a mind freak. So basically, what she's gonna do is is uh, basically put you in a trance to help you tell the truth. So just watch the watch or or whatever the pen pendulum. Whatever she's going to do, just relax, open your mind. That way you'll be telling the truth. Because you have nothing to hide. Sound good?
2: Sounds good. All right.
0: And you can trust me. Always. No, you're good. All right. So we set them up in front of each other and she sets him in a trance.
1: Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so the people included in this that can kind of see this, is she's able to tune the the jury into a part of it that is just for viewing right so they know it's a viewing experience they, they can see this happening they can see what's happening in real time but they know without a doubt no matter what's happening that it is not real they are very aware of that um and so then she the 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 one who begins to put um as being a trance without her knowing it almost um, so
3: everybody, everybody can see this. Is what, is what you're saying? Everybody can.
1: So what everyone else would see is kind of this woman almost just staring at Miss Beatrice for a long period of time, and it looks like Miss Beatrice is just staring back at her, like in a room. It's almost just like an awkward thing for everyone else, except the jurors, <laughs> oh, <no>. the judge, <laughs> the the I don't the what are we calling her the hypnotherapist mind and yeah, mind freak. mind freak, mind freak, mind freak, um. William. Chris
3: Angel. Christina Angel, Mind Freak.
1: Christina Angel, Mind Freak. And Miss B.
3: And Miss B,
1: suddenly you're like lifted into the air. And it feels you you think you're being lifted into the air. And you're looking down on this courthouse scene. And you're thrown Mm -hmm. what seems across like the planet and placed onto this pedestal high above this roaring ocean. And you see more land come up and it comes equal to where you're at on this pedestal, right? Uh, Maybe not quite. Mm -hmm. There's like a step down. And it seems like this courthouse is appearing below you again. And Dr. Ryan is now, he's got this sword in his hand and you see bound at his feet is William. And it feels so real. Like you think, like, has Dr. Ryan done this? Is this is this actually happening? And you're not sure. Uh-huh. And so what you see is him put this blade to William's throat, and he looks up to you. And he
3: says,
1: He says se- du cara.
2: she'll look hella confused but uh, she's already reaching for where she knows where her daggers are Um, he's got a sword to William's uh,
1: throat and you're about 20 feet out and he says Aniseya Dukara and he's like motioning and kind of moving his hand and William looks back to you uh, kind of like shaking his head no to not advance Uh, as you reach down for your daggers you realize they're not there The fuck is right. Uh, yeah. And then he says, Masmyan liat, ya shabiul ansunliam.
2: What the fuck? What are you trying to say? Ansen Liam. What? Masmyan Liat
1: is Shablio Ansen Liam.
2: God, I need subtitles. Uh <laughs> she's gonna look at uh Dr. Ryan. I was like, put the sword down.
1: He says, uh... She's
2: going to take a step
1: forward. And he pulls the sword across his throat. <laughs> and William kind of, as he's looking at you, gives one last look. And he falls to the ground. And bleeds out to death.
2: Yeah, I think... Yeah, B's just going to, like, fucking run and try to attack this guy fuck this bullshit
1: <laughs> uh, as you run and your fist passes through this character um, it it turns into a mist and I don't know what your emotions are now but you're back in the courtroom all of a sudden
2: I think she's just gonna end up immediately standing like in a huff
0: like William puts his and adrenaline. Her <laughs> the adrenaline
2: I think she'll look at William and then just kind of, like, go and hug him.
1: <laughs> and so... Uh, an- another
0: time, Miss B. Everything's fine.
1: <laughs> I think what we'll relay oh, is... God. is that So, everyone will describe what just happened. Like, she did this vision. Um, and that the directions that you were given by this character... They're not going to say who. They're by this character. Um, I think maybe they didn't perceive it to be the same person that you did. I think you saw it as Dr. Ryan. But they didn't see him as Dr. Ryan.
3: I think it was the cardboard cutout that said bad, bad person. As, as yeah. you
0: can tell, when under pressure, Mrs. B was unable to save a, a loved one of her of her of her sight because she was unable to understand the commands given to her and Sylvan. And if anyone's under that level of distress, don't you think? they would use every tool at their disposal and she was not aware that she was being put in this trance and being put on trial in this way it just stands to reason she doesn't know the sylvan language
1: uh, and, and for the record um, Miss Cersei could you tell everyone here what the commands were that were given to Miss Beatrice uh, moments before she saw her friend I and she says, uh, in common. Uh, yes, she was told to throw herself from the cliff if she wanted to save him. And when she did not, the figure said, one more step, and he dies, and she immediately took one more step. Thank you. Uh, does the fence rest, or does the fence have anything else? Like our case,
0: or just for this
1: thing? For this, for this,
0: uh witness uh yeah yeah no we're good
2: hey Devin, out mm. of curiosity when's that hail appearing behind b the what hey not hail
1: hey oh <laughs> um i think you guys can make it up if you want so we'll do uh you guys want to do you have do? any
0: other witnesses that the prosecution there's is gonna calling? be one more the gardener
1: yeah, let's do it. Let's keep let's keep
0: going. We'll we'll yeah, call that good. as a rebuttal.
1: Yeah. So, um, you I guess you rest and you're done. So then they call the gardener up. Fast talker asks all his questions again. Uh, Doc, this doctor Ryan is unmoving. Um, doesn't give anything up beyond that eye twitch you had earlier.
3: How how does the gardener respond to the prosecutor's question? Is he backing the I'm a cool guy who saw it's something that everybody else missed? Uh, or is he going along with the prosecutor's story? He seems to be,
1: almost the way the questions are asked, he feels like he's being pressured more so into being on their side once again.
3: Hmm. Sure.
1: And so they, they
0: rest, and it's the defense's uh, turn. To, to, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, dear sir, we spoke yesterday, and, and we talked, uh, first of all, can you just describe to the, the courtroom at large your expertise and your, and your intelligence and your eye for detail? And I think it's important that they have that background.
1: Yeah, so I, um, I'm i the gardener here and I've been the gardener here for 20 plus years for, for major government settings, buildings, whatever it is. I'm in charge of helping establish the beauty that you experience all over the city um, and the the statue in the fountain in the middle was one of my finer ones that I've been able to help put together. And then this figure comes the other day, uh, yesterday, and is throwing these large pieces of concrete at the statue, breaking off the head of the one, um, damaging a lot of the, the foliage that's there and, and causing a scene.
0: Yes. And somebody of your in- in- intellect, who Does this person just sitting behind me seem like she could just toss around concrete and pieces of statues to to cause such destruction? And he looks back over to the prosecutors and back to you and says, uh, no. Right. And so with your understanding of how heavy those statues are and your general assessment of Mrs. B, does it seem likely that this, that Mrs. B would actually have been the person to do that versus an imposter using magic, which, again, we did determine was on the scene? Uh, with
1: magic, perhaps, but if no magic, I would
0: say no. Right. And, and so the prosecutor came up here and asked a lot of fancy questions very quickly all meant to confuse you and get you on their side but I have this one question in all your years of gardening and and statue creating would someone as kind as Mrs. B shown from her trance come and destroy your garden for no reason? In your opinion, of course.
1: Objection, Your Honor. So the, characters, uh, uh, the character of, of the, the the defense there doesn't mean that he didn't commit the crime.
0: Misle- they're leading. Uh, first of all, that's not, I'm not leading. I'm asking a question about. Yeah,
1: you're leading his everybody to think that just character. because she's a good person in your, your, your sense, you think that she didn't commit a crime. Good people commit crimes all the time, even if they don't mean to.
0: Sure, but.
3: Uh, your honor, order, order. Three times he says, there, There's a voice from a guard in the back, he goes, He just described an accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, there's a different word for that. <laughs> when good people do, commit crimes and they don't mean to? That's called an accident. Um,
1: so he gets ordered and he says, Uh, Mr. Raven.
0: Four Jules. Yes. Uh, great. Uh, what, uh, what's important here is that. We all have histories, we all have our pasts, and our character dictates what we will do when no one is watching. And if we're, you know, a scummy person, we might commit crimes of evil. But sometimes, bad things happen to good people all the time. For instance, Mrs. B is being framed. I, I have All no right. more questions for the
1: witness. Okay. Uh, and he says, uh, are there any more witnesses?
0: Uh, your Honor, I would like to bring Mrs. Ha- Mr. Howard back up to the stand. I do have a follow-up question for him. A rebu- as a rebuttal witness, please.
1: Uh, I'm I'm sorry. So, so after he has stepped down, but you can maybe perhaps address it in your final statement.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. You're, I can't call this witness back up. As you a had rebuttal. your op- you had your opportunity when he was up. And and I'm allowed to recall, uh, well, you know, I'm not a, a man of the sunset courts, but in proper courts, you're allowed to bring up witnesses, and rebuttal witness to something another witness has said, or if there's more evidence. And, and with, when you say more evidence, he says...
1: Bob and he confer he kind of covers covers like this this magical mic he's got in front of him and confers with the two lower uh judges he says
3: can you fucking do that i didn't check the rules if,
1: <laughs> mr raven if your evidence does prove to change the 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 substantiation against the defense for, at, at this point we will allow it but if it does not that About will it. not look bode well for your I, I just need a
3: moment. We will dock you a, 30
0: cool guy points. It, it, won't, it won't take long, Your Honor, but it is critical to our case. I, I assure you. And he says, um,
1: Mr. Howard, come on back up, please. And Mr. Howard, like, nervously climbs back up to the stand.
0: As a reminder, Mr. Howard, uh, just because um, I am an outsider, uh, you know, um, you are still under oath during this questioning, even though we're not going to take your oath again. And just real quick you stated just a moment ago <laughs> okay so we, <laughs> again $50 patrons get to make comments and Zebra says as I'm about to question him proceeds to badger you Mr. Howard with no points uh, we cool have normally done um, <laughs> but this is a serious situation uh, early in your testimony, you stated that Mrs. B bought a um, a, a quarter a quarter of a hay bale. Is that correct? E- yes, that's correct. And she carried it out with her. Yes. Yep, carried it right out of there. Well, that's interesting. And here's why: Mrs. B is deadly allergic to hay. And oh we thought we'd demonstrate it and I motioned to Dean to like shove that hay in her face (laughs)
3: release the hay (laughs) he pulls a string and just falls on the ceiling um yeah
1: I think he pulls out a handful and he says I'm sorry about this but it seems like the best way to prove that you're not That person Stuffs it down, steps it down the back of the pants, (laughs) and he he makes you look like a (laughs)
2: scarecrow. Sniffling and crying and just Uh, Jesus, Jesus, and
1: the everyone starts like chattering. Order, order! I say. He bangs so, the gavel, if Mrs. and everyone still murmuring. Mrs. B. I said, or oh, I'll call mistrial in this a heartbeat and everyone like hushes because again, a favor, but- achoo, achoo,
3: achoo, achoo.
1: And so achoo. Dean takes it away, and he's like, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry."
3: Quick, somebody cast D- cure, D- cure D- sniffles,
1: steam D- uh, humidifier,
3: antihistamine <laughs> at third level.
1: Um, and he says, "Um, anything else?"
0: Uh, well, I I wanted to point out. Can you make very the itchiness go away? Why? I cannot. Why was this necessary? I committed no crime. If she's allergic to hay, there's no way our Mrs. B could have walked out of your shop holding the hay.
1: And he says, "Well, if and if there's nothing else, then um we will let the jury proceed to uh discuss their verdicts, and we will report back here in ten minutes." And so he dismisses you all. Um but you guys kind of just stand <laughs> around where you are.
3: Miss Beeps! Hey Miss Beeps. <laughs> what? What's your favorite Owl City song?
2: <laughs> what I've never heard of that.
3: Never
1: mind. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one I like the main That's my favorite one.
3: Um <laughs> there's one called fire oh no. gosh
2: okay. don't need to activate them right now
1: they the jury comes back out and he says I believe the jury has made a decision and the kind of the leader like nods and they have this envelope that they pass up to the lower judges lower judges exchange that and uh, can you guys roll a perception check for me
2: are you sure? I'm pretty sure B is, like, laying on the table right now, arms crossed, and, like, trying not to die.
0: I rolled a 10.
2: That'll be a 26 for Miss B. Dang! Yep. <laughs> it's
0: a 5 for William.
1: Um, Beatrice, in your sadness and through your swollen eyes, you <sighs> notice that they, they are surprised. And they almost seem angry about, like, kind of whatever they're discussing. And then they, they seem to, they shake hands and they pass this envelope up. <clears throat> and it just says um, with a uh, unanimous vote, all accounts of Miss Beatrice, an account of uh, attempted murder, poisonry, poisonry <laughs> um, slander, libel, uh, and destruction of, of valuable property, government property. Um, not guilty. And the, half the crowd erupts in anger, and the other half is like seems joyful in, in yeah, that in that solution. <laughs> Um, and then they almost like start fighting, infighting with each other. Like the Sun Elves are like arguing amongst each other in the case of Beatrice. Uh, and you look over to uh, Ryan, and he looks over to you all,
3: and he smiles. I'm shadow stepping to him. I'm shadow stepping to him. I'm drawing the Light Eater Gauntlet Blade and I'm putting it to his neck.
0: Um, okay. Oh, in the middle of the courtroom? Okay. In the middle of the courtroom. And I'm going to say, ah, oh, ladies and
3: gentlemen, pardon my interruption. Thank you so much for finding us innocent. Uh, we're very cool. This guy is not. This is the guy who did all the stuff.
1: And he says, um, <clears throat> he puts his hands up. Whatever do you mean? And so you've got some guards now, some son of guards who are coming down, and they've got these, rushes these to his spears. Side. And they are pointing them at you. They're not in a, like they're not going to attack you, but it's obviously like they can't just let you threaten a man's life in the courts.
3: I'm go- I'm going to hold that blade up to Ryan's throat. I'm going to look him in the eyes and say, "I died once following bullshit that you sold me. I died alone. I won't this time." You can't stop what's about to come.
1: It doesn't matter if I'm dead. I just
3: had to slow you down. It'll make me feel a lot better, so I'd be careful right now.
1: What do you you think's going to happen from here? What do you think you are going to do?
3: I don't know, but it ends with you not leaving here. You're not going to just get away with it. And
1: he kind of pushes his neck up against the blade where it draws its blood. And he says, I'm nothing. I'm just a small cog in a giant machine.
3: And your job's to slow me down? I already did. Oh, well, then I better slow that machine down a little bit, too. And I'm just gonna cut his fucking neck. <laughs> I'm just gonna.
0: At the same time, William says Firefly in your head <laughs> Firefly.
3: <laughs> yes, sir.
1: And that's where we're the episode. Man, that's a good place. If I had ended it there, what a big dumb idiot I am. Also, I'm not sure I'd handle it. Hey, buddy, thanks for <laughs> listening to this episode of Lawful Stupid.
3: Candidly, I have to go throw. I out have of a notes.
1: week to prepare. Um, uh, <laughs> the prestige. Wow. Um, I don't know. Like when we do episodes like this, if people will just like why I I eagerly wait for people just flocking in and talk about it. It just doesn't happen so much but I don't know we'll see maybe this one this one's it does sparking. man
3: it just, it, just, it just doesn't hit when we lived it, we live it like away. A, year, a, a year from now somebody <laughs> on Discord will be like that was fucking crazy
1: that guy killed yeah. Ryan
3: we're yeah. worried about like the boss fight Dwayne has planned for C4 like we're like yes. way doing a different thing and then somebody's like that was crazy when Fume like g- gutted Dr. Ryan in front of everybody they'll be like what <laughs> who are those people
1: um back. cool thanks for listening guys uh and on to the next one which is one of my crew members, not the next episode. Well, maybe you're on autoplay.
0: to play. Oh,
2: I, nah, I'm speechless at this point. fuck
0: she's <laughs> speechless, and she. Hey, yeah. uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to store. and you can get baseball tees. And here's why I'm 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 talking about those specifically uh, because I'm wearing one and they're comfortable as fuck. You can get the KNG logo shirt, and let me tell you, here's what I want you to do. And I will tell you this: if you buy a KNG logo shirt and then get it and then splatter like red paint across the logo so it's still like visible, but like obviously like fuck the KNG, then I'll send you another shirt for free. If you do, Mm. if you buy one take a picture destroy like, it destroy it with some paint because fuck the KNG I'll send you another fuck one for free but you gotta
1: post it to socials and do and other yeah, things post it to no, that's, here's the,
3: you, you gotta graffiti it in the way that you think is the most entertaining oh yeah that's an even better but idea the, but the overall message should be fuck the KNG yeah but however you want to Debase it in such a way that translates to yes. that. Whether it's adding words, taking things away, tearing it, tearing, birth, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. whatever yeah. it is to you, let us know how fuck the KNG. and, and, and Also,
0: it hashtag F the KNG needs to be on your on your social media post. You can say fuck if you i was <laughs> just making sure that it it, it, something it up as social media. Well, yeah, I was like, oh fuck, man, I gotta be careful. This PC world, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be the kingdom
3: news of glory which is everyone's favorite christian group
2: oh no that would be the kids next
0: generation charity and you're like oh
2: god no no (laughs) (laughs) probably check it uh or you can send us spoilers uh of this uh cool t-shirt design you're doing in our discord if you go to discord.lawfulstupid.org
3: yeah you gotta show them off in the discord oh most definitely we even
2: have a fan art section or you can even put in the art section i don't care put it somewhere we'll see it we want to know
3: Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I'm, uh, not sure about my actions. And I may, in fact, come to a breath. Mm. we'll so do something that again, i'm buddy. very sure about and something that i will never regret is donating to <laughs> wee, wee, wee. roll for humanity <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and the adoption exchange uh it's a really worthwhile cause it's Something that's very easy for you to do you're playing tnd anyway pick up one of your d20s or a d10 or a d6 or a d8 or flip a freaking coin for a d2 worst case scenario you're out two bucks but just do a little something good through the world around you, so you can feel like a double hero. You're like, ooh, I was a hero in my game when I killed the evil <laughs> Rhine, and then I was a hero in real life when like I helped a kid have a family forever. So I'm gonna roll right now. I'm gonna get a good number. That is a four, uh, not teen this time, <laughs> Devin. You were. It was like a trick for you. It was Aww. a four. Uh, uh, hey man, there's no shame in. What'd you say game. It was again? Four, just maybe. to really drive it home four whole dollars <laughs>
1: you didn't get that four, whole,
3: four, four whole dollars the adoption exchange didn't have before they do now because of this thing that we do that's beautiful I love it it's true uh, and and maybe if some other people pick up the little ripple wave that'd be more than four dollars maybe we don't have to go it alone maybe our party members going to get our back with their rolls and they're going to let me know what they rolled using hashtag rollfreemandy on twitter
0: mm, I love
1: it okay tis my time Twelve-year-old boy, scout. Is a weird boss. <laughs> know how? I gotta be talking Let, Let me start. Twelve-year-old boy uses. Wait, hold on. 12
3: 12- Twelve-year-old boy.
1: Twelve-year-old boy. No. Nope. Twelve-year-old uses boy scout know how to rescue lost couple and injured dog on a hike. Okay. What is... I don't... Yeah, I gotta read this into this. But that's it. 12-year-boy uses Boy Scout know-how to rescue lost couple and injured dog on a hike.
0: Okay. Got it. Sure.
2: It's like a struggle boat. Um...
0: All right. Cool. Good story. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Say. Listen. Listen. This twelve-year-old boy. He's got boy scout know-how. And let me tell you, that's important because he he rescued some people. But what the, here's here's what they they don't want you to know that nobody wants you to know. This twelve-year-old boy scout. He fucking put him there. <laughs> this Dexter motherfucker drugged these bitches. Put them out in the woods. Bucked him up real good Caused panic Fear Bad on it Bad on it This is the world's next Ted Fucking Bundy And you all are celebrating him What does that say he about you? He put him there mm-hmm. What does that say about you?
3: I don't know They to be pretty introspective tonight I think uh, Alright so Here's the thing About this story you might think it's cute to prop up and cheer on a paramilitary organization whose entire goal is to corrupt the very fabric of this nation, the future of this nation, and our youth. That's, all right, buy some popcorn, enjoy it. Paramilitary. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll go, maybe it'll pair well with your grains or or whatever whatever grasses you graze, you fucking sheeple. That's it.
0: Uh, the I, Scouts Scouts I love I just... the Boy Scouts are paramilitary.
3: <laughs> they are. Google it. It's in their fucking charter. Basically, they're a paramilitary yeah. organization. By definition, they wear uniforms. They go around. They do survival skills like they're they move in formations. They're fucking paramilitary organizations They're
0: fucking organizations.
3: nerds. <laughs> they're fucking nerds. Hey, if you can, hey here, I'll I'll say it. if you're a Boy Scout, you're not kissing any girls. Who's like if you're a Boy Scout, you probably Facts. suck. Fuck Boy Scouts. That's me.
1: Uh, also noteworthy is our $50 dollar patron, brought up a good point that this is two different headlines. So he does, in fact, rescue the lost couple, but he also does injure the dog <laughs> on the a dog. hike. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we say we love you. We love, love you. Love you. It's a Bye.
3: Boy Scout.
2: Bye. Bye. Go buy your Girl Scout cookies instead. Bye. <laughs>
3: That's also a paramilitary organization. You do not get it. You cannot just cover it with chocolate and bonbons and say, this is cute and good. It is. You take a mind and it's a free flowing organism and you put it into a box and you say you can only think this way. And that's the goal of public schools, of these paramilitary organizations, of of the government, of uh, money. That's the whole point.
2: But aren't I cute and good? I was a Girl Scout. (laughs) (laughs)
3: anti-mark
2: anti-mark done